What's up, you guys? Annie Rose here. So, in this part of our discussion, we're talking about the beauty we find in our community. Um, And that's kind of, I mean, it seems really general, but I want you guys to think about it in a deeper sense. Um, So, beauty in our community. We know that as Catholics, we're called to be disciples. So, we are called to follow Jesus. Um, We're called to be like Jesus. We're called to treat others as Jesus did um, and still does. Um, But I want us to think about how we're noticing it because our whole topic is on beauty, the concept of beauty. And while it might seem uh, pretty pretty general, like pretty pretty straightforward, um, I want you to, to think about it a little more deeply. So as Catholics, like I said, we're called to do the work. In fact, uh, the word liturgy has its basis in the word work. And so we're called to get our hands dirty. We're called to be the hands and feet of Christ. Um, but why, like how, how can we tune our eyes, tune our hearts to be more aware of Christ working throughout our community? So we talked about Christ working um, in building things that appeal to our senses, that capture our imagination, um, that bring us closer to him through physical beauty, through beauty that we can experience through the five senses. So now we're going to take it to beauty that we can see in among people, among the people who are around us. So, like I said, a disciple is a friend and follower of Jesus, uh, worships Jesus, shares Jesus with others, and the identity of a disciple springs from Jesus Christ through faith and baptism and grows in the church, the community where all of its members um, strive to acquire equal dignity and participate in various ministries and charisms. So with discipleship, yes, we can collect food for the hungry, donate new and use clothes to St. Vincent de Paul, but I'm talking about the littlest moments that we often miss. Um, So a quick example is when I was growing up, Um, So, backstory, my mom is, her parents are both one of 11 kids, so I had a ton of cousins growing up. Um, But, flash forward, so our cousins, uh, or my cousin Darlene, um, her and her husband used to hold hands a little longer after the Our Father is over, or was over in church, and I just thought that was the sweetest thing. So we joined hands and we raised hands, um, like we do here at church, um, raised our hands, at least to resurrection. We raised our hands during the Our Father, but Pat and Darlene would always let their hands linger. Like they would always hold their hands longer than everybody else did. And I thought that was just the sweetest thing. And to me, that was an example of showing love to somebody else. Um, so how can we be a disciple if we can't see how he works or if we barely notice how he works? And that's not necessarily your fault. Like that's, that's just the world we live in. The world we live in is incredibly distracting and it's, it's hard work. It's really hard work to notice how God is working in your life Um, because he doesn't always, I mean, he's capable of, but he doesn't always show that he's there, show that he's with you, um, by big grand gestures, moving mountains, um, stuff like that. But he often works in the littlest, the tiniest moments. Um, and that's because he wants you to succeed. He's a good, good father and he wants you to succeed. And he meets you exactly, exactly where you're at.
And so again, my goal with this topic today is to get you to start training your eyes and training your hearts to see the most imperceptible ways in which he works. And two saints we can look at are Mother Teresa and Saint Therese of Lisieux. So let's start with Mother Teresa. So Mother Teresa, I'm sure you've heard of her. She was a just this earth-shattering humanitarian. She and her sisters, the Daughters of Charity, went not the Missionaries of Charity? Yeah. The Missionaries of Charity went into Calcutta, India, and they worked with the poorest of the poor, the absolute poorest of the poor. So in India, um, if you learn this in your history classes, India has a caste system. Um, and it's not officially in place, but it's still in place. And so Mother Teresa and her sisters fed the people who had leprosy, were sick, were dying, um, could not afford food, could not afford basic needs. And so you would see this tremendous, this this tremendous tiny nun. I mean, you would walk in there in her orphanage, in her school, and you would see her cleaning toilets. Um, and so, and or washing dishes, or she would work. She was over this beautiful group of tough, just tough women. And she was not, and she still did the little things. I've so, um, and she said, she's quoted with saying, um, wash the plate, not because it's dirty, nor because you are told to wash it, but wash it because you love the person who will use it next. So be faithful in small things because it is in them that your strength lies. And so she gets this, or I think that she gets this from St. Therese of Lisieux, who was a French saint. She was the youngest of, I believe, nine kids and only five, and only four survived. Um, and all of them became sisters. And so St. Therese, she was this feisty little thing. Um, she she was very strong-willed. She was very hard-headed. And what she wanted to do was be Jesus's friend. She wanted to be, she wanted to just be with Jesus all, all the time. And so this nun who, this sister who was pretty sickly, growing up she joined Carmel so a Carmelite nun um, they are typically cloistered which means that they don't leave their convent except if they need to like for medical attention and so she couldn't see her family she couldn't leave yet she is the patron saint of missionaries people who are called to go out into the world and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. So how did this nun who died when she was in her late 20s, how did this sister, how did she become the patron saint of missionaries? And here's why. So in her book, A Story of a Soul, she talks about dealing, she talks about, um, she claimed that she was very mundane. She claimed that she, there was nothing spectacular about her. And so she couldn't do these grand gestures. She couldn't do, she couldn't march across to um, the countries who quote unquote didn't know God. And she couldn't make these big missionary movements um, and convert souls. But what she could do was praise God in the littlest ways, the littlest ways. And that struck me because I know with with my own life, I get so frustrated when I don't have time to do what I need to do. 
but or when I get frustrated that I don't know my daughter wastes her food but what's more important is that I spend time with my daughter what's more important is that I teach her she might not get it right I teach her that we don't want to waste food um and just little tiny things like that and so she along with Mother Teresa said do small things with great love and I want you guys to think about that doing small things with great love I want you to think about how that reflects in your life and what you can do moving forward and so in our next episode I'm going to share a story with you um, about an experience that I had on a mission trip when I was in middle school